Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Fanula J, and you're very welcome to Hooked On Virgin Media Dublin International Film Festival, with thanks to Virgin Media Ireland. If you've missed any of our previous podcasts, fear not, you can listen back to interviews with the likes of Colin Firth, Angeline Ball, and Emile Hirsch, to name but a few. In today's podcast, our guest is actor, director, and writer, Eva Berthissel. Eva received a special mention at this year's festival for her direction of her short film, Kathleen Was Here, starring Hazel Dupe. Hazel picked up the award for Best Actor for what is a superb piece of work all around. Recently, our Gordon Hayden spoke to Eva Berthissel about making the switch from actor to writer-director and how Kathleen Was Here is set to be turned into a feature film later this year. Here's our conversation with Eva Berthissel. Aging out of care is it's a difficult time for anyone. future. Eva, such a pleasure to talk to you and congratulations on Kathleen Was Here. The best compliment I can give you about your film is that when the credits started rolling, I wanted to see more. I wanted to see more from Kathleen and how she was going to handle life going forward. Because well, it, you shall see more. You shall oh. see more. This is which I'll fill you in on. But I'm really glad you said that because there is more to come. Do you know what I felt? I was there thinking to myself, I bet you now, Eva herself and uh, Treasure Entertainment, they're going to just use this as hopefully <laughs> a canvas for a bigger story because there's I'm so much there. Delighted you said that. I'm delighted you said that. Well, it's it sort of it's happened because I wrote a feature film. Um, about Kathleen um, um, from Kathleen Was Here. So the, the, the feature is called Kathleen. It was called something else, but once I made the short and called it Kathleen Was Here, I, I, I thought I'm going to change the feature to, to, to Kathleen because it's just sort of more grabbing. Um, but it, that came first. The feature story came first. And I've been in development with that with um, Screen Ireland and Treasure for the last couple of years. Um, and it was, so we've been through sort of a whole process with it, a whole development process, which has been massive learning curve because it's the first feature I've written um but one of their pieces of advice the big advice they gave to me sort of towards the end of the, the script development um phase was you need to go make a short film you need to go and cut your teeth in something and they did I initially had thought well maybe I will do proof of concept for for the feature um but they said like it needs to be a standalone short um but I I wanted to keep it in that world and um so it was totally the same so it would sort of help me get the feature on on its feet so um I mean this is now going to it probably you know a, a bigger story about why I came up came up with with the short but um I, I discovered my father was working with young adults in Derry um, uh, that were just aging out of aging out of care. And um, I didn't know he was doing that, which I, 
are clearly not communicating very well because he's doing this amazing work with these amazing young adults and it was on the same lines of what I was um, writing about which he didn't know what my topic was either so we finally had this conversation and he's just like well I can introduce you to this amazing group of, of of um, young adults in Derry who are going through exactly that. They're just aging out of foster care. So I met them um, and thought, well, it, it would seem foolish not to um, write a short based on um, th this exact topic and um, subject matter. And that links in perfectly with, with the feature as well. So that's how Cathing Was Here was born. It was sort of um, f from the feature, but also from meeting the, these um, these amazing people. Um, and we came up with, I wrote, I, as soon as I met them, and because I guess I had all the, the, the you know, Kathleen, the character had already been written. I wrote the short in sort of, you know, two or three days. It was all there. So it was just a matter of then. It just, I just got it down on, on paper and went, that's it. You know, the back, the, 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 the work had been done already. The, the, the research had been done the, and the prep had been done. So the short actually came together incredibly quickly. You can tell that because the film is what about nine minutes or so long. Yeah. And yet I felt that even within that time, I learned so much about Kathleen and the relationship with her mother. And one of the things that you do in the film, Eva, there's a real kind of show don't tell and it's real allowing the audience to really kind of fill in the blanks in certain spaces especially the relationship with her mother because that's a really difficult relationship like there's an awful lot has gone on there and I just thought it was real testament to your work there that I kind of got it you know what I mean? even within that short right. space of time I thought this has really come together can I ask you as well you know from your experience as, a, as an actor over the years now you're you know you're the director on set you know you've obviously written the screenplay as well yeah. and knowing that you're going to make a short film going into it was there much that you had to sacrifice in terms of the story or was from what you've written is up there on the screen to be honest with you everything that I wrote is on the screen what did change a lot was um, the structure of it because it's, um, as you know, Gordon, it's it's present day and flashback stuff. So, and I really like ambiguity in, in film. I like to sort of lean in and go, oh, what, what does that mean? What are they, what's going to happen next? I don't quite understand it, but I'm trusting we'll come together at the end. And so when I had first written it, it was a much more sort of fragmented piece where the time frames kind of, they, they jumped around a lot more and there was more um, sort of guesswork as to, um, just the, the the linear aspect of the, of the story was 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 off, so nothing was clear until the end, where you sort of pieced all together like a jigsaw, and it it worked. It was it was sort of made for a much more sort of dreamlike experience, which I actually you know I, I still sort of think about. So there was something there was, there was a real beauty to that, but I felt and the sort of my my producers felt as well when we sort of watched and did various cuts with my brilliant. Um, editor uh, Gavin Buckley we just mo kept moving around with the cut a lot and we probably had about you know I don't know 10 different edits and and they all kind of worked but we just felt because we did want it to have a life on the festival circuit we felt that a um a really sort of when we did a much more um a linear story when it was just sort of narrative driven and we focused solely on Kathleen because we did have some other characters in there and amazing actors that literally talk about kill your darlings it was, it was heartbreaking to, to I was quite brutal with the cut because I discovered when we just focused on Kathleen it just drew you in immediately and you just sort of had a much more sort of intense experience with her so the flashbacks had more impact and and then placing her in her present day situation going back to the house 
her and her memories in the house. It just going on that very sort of clean through line with it. It just had more impact. So that that's what changed was just the I shifted it all around from what was on the page. It became a much, much sort of clearer um, straightforward story. Um, but the, the, the dialogue and the story itself remained the same. Hazel, who plays Kathleen, what an amazing actress. I bear with me on the pronunciation of her surname. Is it Dupe? I mean, am I getting uh, am I getting that right? I, 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 well, if you want to be fancy about the <laughs> yeah. gorgeous Dupe. <laughs> it's Dupe, actually. It's Hazel. All right, there we go. <laughs> uh, she is, <laughs> she is wonderful. And you, you know what she has that quality? Amazing. It's that internal acting quality whereby she can uh, emote so much with a look which is brilliant for Kathleen. And there are so many scenes where, you know, between dealing with social services, you know, the ghosts of the past that she's constantly haunted by them. You're in her head. Was she always somebody that you thought, oh, I've seen her work. She would be great. Or how did she come into your radar, as it were? Well, I'll tell you what happened was... um again in the development process for the feature film we um as part of that process um screen ireland do what they call like an initial casting i think as a up-and-coming filmmaker is to give you a taste of what a casting session would be like so it's sort of fascinating little dip into oh this would be like to cast my film and we brought in um a bunch of brilliant all brilliant actresses um for that part and hazel came in um and they had all read the feature, obviously, the, 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 the short film didn't exist then. I didn't know I was going to be making the short at that point. Um, and Hazel, she just has a quality and um, sort of like, an, like, like I say, all the actresses were, were super talented. So it's not, it not about sort of what, what they couldn't do. But Hazel just, she just embodied something that just sort of blew my mind in the room. I just thought, wow, it was just that sort of emotional intensity that, that you're talking about where she doesn't have to do really anything. She's got those incredible eyes that just sort of draw you in. And she has that ability, which you don't, I don't think you see that often um, where you don't have to give her any dialogue. Like I think she speaks once in the short, which her eyes, her face says everything. You absolutely buy and believe her world of turmoil and pain and sorrow and all that. She's able to do that just by thinking about it and, and not even needing needing the dialogue. So she she's a really special, special actress um, and that she was just, just right for the part. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There was a couple of scenes that just had the cogs in my head just turning 
about what has gone on with the relationship between uh, uh, Kathleen and her mother, because there's like that scene when they're, they're kind of frolicking around, just coming to the beach, you know, in the in the grass. And there's a bit where she kind of pins her mum down and and you can kind of look at it in two ways. And I'm kind of told I'm jumping back to the show. Don't tell. And the way she pins her mum down. There's a part of me thinking, is this sort of like a learned behavior? Has, there, has abuse happened? Because the manner in which she pins her mum down, and you can even see that little, that flash in uh, Tony's eyes who plays her mum, like a, a great piece of acting where I think we're just, we're, we're slipping out of fun here now into something that's a bit more serious. To jump a bit forward again in the timeline of the film where, where Kathleen is left, we're going, it's a flashback in time. We see Kathleen as a little girl and she's been locked in the room because the, the mum has gone off whether what to score drugs to do whatever again you you have to try and maybe fill in that blank but that bit where she's in that fetal position and her mum comes over and you know she doesn't want anything from her mum and and, and you kind of go there's so much again that is there that's been unsaid what has happened to this little girl what has this mother opened her up to in that house there she's locked her in but she's also allowed other individuals into this house I'm fascinated to see where this film goes. And but again, when you're dealing with the short, was everyone had everyone read the full feature script? Did everyone kind of know the blanks that they needed to fill in when it came to shooting? No, no, they didn't. They didn't. Um, I think possibly only um, Hazel and um, Bershey, my DOP, who's incredible. Um, I think they were the only two that had had read it. Um, we, so there was discussion beforehand. We'd have a tiny amount of pre-production. And um, when I sat down with my actors, um, we just I, I filled them in on sort of the, the, the bigger story. And we talked a lot about relationships and character and backstory. And we just, um, you know, they came up with their own ideas. And I suppose we all just made sure that we were on the same page and, and agreed with what sort of, we sort of tracked what their story would have been, what, what, the, what the mom and daughter's story would have been. Um, so they sort of they they filled in all those those um, gaps in, in that sort of um, rehearsal period, but it's it's the tricky thing with short filmmaking. I, you know, I, I discovered I, I've written a couple of other shorts, and but this was this is my first one that I directed, and and it's that, and I, I've watched so many now as, as well. It's a real knack to uh, uh, to try and get a full story in such a short amount of time um, and it's how you how do you do that how, how do you have that impact and especially when it's a, a sort of a, um, a heavy nature something that's kind of emotionally driven um, it's how how do you make it how do you make people feel how do you make them um, sort of see your story and, and, ha- and have a, a reaction to that that that's deep enough that sort of you you, you know you want the, the, the story to warrant and I think it's 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 real it's you know you can just sort of miss it by a mark and, and and it'll all go go off but so I think it was I think what helped with Kathleen was here is that having the three different time frames you could dip in and out and you kind of get like you say it's show don't tell but I suppose you get to see enough to piece it together um, and 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 I, and I like that in storytelling when you leave the audience to sort of come up with their own narrative as well. You give them enough to, to sort of understand that she's been through um, certain, um, and, and she has an, an abusive past and she's been through um, things as, as, a, as a young child and as a teenager that are very troubling. Um, and sometimes that's enough for an audience. You know, sometimes you think you, 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 we're, we're, 
we're intelligent enough that we can fill in the other bits. And as long as the bits that you are revealing and you are showing feel truthful and authentic and, um, and, and, and your actors feel that as well, so they're able to, to emote that and, and, and act it, then I, I think it should, it should come together. Um, so, but so, but it, was, it was very much on my mind when I was doing it. It's like, how do we, how do we make this work in, in 10 minutes? Because it, it could have been 15, it could have been 20, but I was sort of advised that 10 is a pretty good length for, for festivals. So I, I did have that in my head, you know, and, and, and I think it's also the knowledge that I, I know I will go on to explore this story and character more. So I don't freak out. I don't have to say it all in, in this 10 minutes. There'll be another, another experience and another journey with it, which is really exciting. As a now director, can I ask you about the experiences over the years working as an actor and then dealing with different directors? Because I know myself over the years, uh, when it comes to the junket process and speaking to actors and, and some of them have had pretty tough experiences with directors I remember speaking to one actor in particular and she was telling me um, there was a very heavy emotional scene and she just couldn't get she just couldn't bring the tears she just she was finding it really difficult and the director said like a bit of a nasty piece of work and said like if you don't cry something I'm paraphrasing here but all of us are waiting on you so we've got we've got to get this on you've got to get it done now and they were really strict and to the point where she was really shaken by what the director had to say do you mind me asking about how you approach actors like do you kind of go, over the years kind of go well this is not what I'm going to tolerate do you kind of bring certain experiences of how I don't want this to be handled or how I would like to be directed and um, do you bring a lot of that to the fore yeah I mean I think it's it's really helpful for a director to at least experience some level of acting even if they haven't done it for you know as a career before I'm lucky that you know I, I have had a long career as an actor so I think um I would like to think I'm actor friendly and that would be really awful if I was a total bitch, but I don't think I am. Um, I think if anything, you know, like I, I understand that that every actor has their own process, you know, and, and they can be wildly different. Um, but I think what I, I, I think I bring to the table what I find helpful, which is sort of, you know, having a discussion about what's happening in the moment and reminding actors of of, of what's what's feeding that moment where where it's coming from as well and having that sort of open discussion I think it's also knowing when you don't need to say anything you know that actors don't always need notes we absolutely love them and we love discussion and um um that it's a very collaborative process obviously but there are times where I think you just read what's happening in the room and sometimes an actor just needs to be left alone because it's all going on and you're doing another take and it's not necessarily about performance about other stuff and you just let them to it so I think it's about gauging when your actor needs help or needs guidance or discussion and when they're 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 doing fine you know um and most actors love discussion so that that's you know and I, I like to chat so that that that's kind of that that happens quite naturally <laughs> um, just in terms of what you've learned now from this experience as a writer director on Kathleen was here was there anything that you came away from go god I never expected that or anything new that you you didn't think was going to happen on set because there's so many people constantly looking for answers from you all day long and your head must at times feel like a screaming kettle with so much that is happening. Like, what have you taken away from the experience, Eva, that you didn't expect maybe going into it? Yeah, that's a really good question. I know what, what I realized when I was on set. I mean, bear in mind, it was only a two-day shoot, so it was tiny, wow. but it was cram-packed. It was cram-packed. We had so much to do. Um, and I had an amazing first AD, Dara Glynn, who just kept it all from falling apart. He kept it together, which was, it's really, I think, 
really crucial that you have the right team of people around you. And I had an amazing team of people around me. They just, we all made it work together, which was brilliant. I think I went into it, the things that I was scared about going into, I realized when I was there on the day, just weren't scary. They were really, um, I realized I knew more than I thought. I was, I was sort of worried about maybe some of the technical aspects of it. But I think from being on, on film sets and TV sets for 25 years, I was absorbing all the time, even when I wasn't really aware of it. And then obviously in the last few years, I was, bit, I, I was more aware of it because I knew that I wanted to uh, move into directing. So that was a real relief to sort of go, oh, no, I know this. I know the answer to this question. Phew. That, that was a huge relief. I think coming away from it, um, what I would know not to do, I think trusting my instincts. There was maybe times where I... I I, I sort of questioned something or doubted rather myself and and didn't follow that instinct through. And I think I, I, I really learned to always trust your instinct. Um, and I think um, we dropped. There's one thing that still hangs over me. I still dream about it and um, wake up in a sweat. We had to drop one shot, um, which in the grand scheme of things is nothing. But it was a shot that actually. Um, I, I really wish that we didn't drop. I think we 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 needed it. It was a short little um, flash of Kathleen lying on, on the bed, mirroring the, her when she was little on, on the bed that kind of linked the, the, the flashbacks. And we just didn't have time. I'd already asked everybody to stay an extra 20 minutes or half an hour and we ran out of time. And so we dropped it. And I and I I just wish that I I don't know, I had bribed everybody with <laughs> money or pints or something and we just got the shot so it's maybe that as well it's maybe sort of been a bit more um to fight for something when you feel like you really need it you know but that, that's all good learning stuff that's okay Eva I just cannot wait to see the the full feature for Kathleen okay. was here but in terms of now the pre-production on it to eventually the shooting and post has that been mapped out or is there still that all side of the feature to be worked on it's kind of being worked on now. Um, COVID has obviously thrown everything off um, track um, quite a bit, but um, we're still we're we've, we've gone past the development stage now, so we're sort of into sort of trying to get it, you know, financed. But we're in a we're in a really good position with it. Um, we were hoping to do it sort of summertime, and I think now we're gonna we're gonna push it to the end of the year and. And that's, I think, you know, largely to how kind of things are working because of COVID and everything is, has slowed down. Um, and it just means not to bore you with funding um, chat, but it's just, it just has a whole knock-on effect with UK funding. And But also, I think, uh, as it would be my first feature to direct, I kind of sooner we were out the other side of COVID and we could have a relatively normal film set where we can sort of, you know, people can, can sort of... Um, can be with each other in the way that you would normally be on on, on, on a film set and not feel those restrictions. So uh, being pushed would normally be like, oh, I, that would fill me with fear. But actually, I think we should wait. I think there, there's there's a better time to do it. And that's probably end of, end of this year, maybe even beginning of next year. Um, but but the, all the wheels are in motion, um, which is exciting. And it's just trying to hold on to my lovely actors and make sure they don't suddenly, you know, kind of go to far flung places. Hopefully I'll still have them. So yeah, yeah, I hang can't. on to Hazel with dear life. <laughs> <laughs> what a find she's just she's an amazing actor she really she's really tremendous. is 
Yeah, so, so good. Um, Eva yeah. Berthistle, thank you so much for thank your you. time. Kathleen was here. I can't recommend it highly enough. It's such a superb piece of work. And of course, the feature, which will be, is in the offing, and uh, we'll be looking forward to seeing that as well. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Gordon. Cheers. Thanks. Eva Berthistle there for her film, Kathleen Was Here. Congrats once again to Eva for her special mention in the director's category at this year's Virgin Media Dublin International Film Festival. And to Hazel Doop for winning Best Actor. Well deserved. Well, that's our lot for this week. Don't forget, there are plenty more festival interviews for you to listen to, from Stanley Tucci to Marco Halloran. Just search Hooked On Virgin Media Dublin International Film Festival. Today's podcast was produced by Gordon Hayden. I'm Fanula Jay, and I'll chat to you on the next one. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.